The Flourishing Workplace podcast is all about business and nonprofit leaders who are changing things. It's for the innovators, the risk takers, and the change agents who are going beyond business as usual, and they're creating the future. They are done with the status quo, and they are rising to a new opportunity. They think innovation, and they create it. Whether you're listening at work, at the gym, or on your commute, here you're going to find inspiration for your business or nonprofit to have impact and to create workplaces, people, and communities that flourish. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Flourishing Workplace Podcast. My name is Connie Jacob. I'm the Senior Manager of Wellness Innovate. And today I'm so excited to have Shelly, a registered social worker and clinical counselor. She, in my mind, is an expert on so many things resilience. Shelly, welcome today. Thanks, Connie. I am so excited to be here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Oh, me too. You know, because of your work, you know, being a counselor, being with people, you know, I would love for you to share with our listeners what you're noticing around mental health, especially right now. You know, we're a year into COVID. What are you noticing? Yeah, you know what? I've been having lots of conversations and thoughts in and around this, particularly since we are now March 1st and creeping into, you know, this year of COVID. And we were spending lots of time last year at this time and, you know, April and May thinking about how long is this going to be here and how's this going to last? And some of us excited that we're working from home, you know, maybe some of us like overwhelmed that our kids are now school from home, so many changes. And now we're, we're sort of back to, you know, the kids in school, but we have these options for them to do these hub and working still from home. A lot of us and things that have really been a huge highlight over, I would say this last two to three months particularly is a real sense of what is work and what is home because lots of people are sitting at their kitchen table or in their couches lots of people don't have home offices that they can do work in and then they leave work at the end of the day but they're still sitting at their kitchen table now having dinner with their families so where it may have been gray before around work-life balance, which I think that's a bit of a myth to begin with, but anyway, it really doesn't exist anymore. Um, But a lot less patience, a lot less patience with Zoom calls, a lot less patience with having to do more meetings, a lot less patience with our kids or families at home. There is more connection, but there's a lot more disconnect right now as well as what I'm finding is that cameras are off a lot more. People are on social media a little bit less in some respects, or if they're on, they're very targeted for specific things. Anxiety has increased significantly for people. Feelings of isolation, depression, um, not having people to talk to or share with, you know, going out for restaurants, to dinners, to have friends over, you know, the whole Christmas time of not really being able to see people. Lack of motivation has been huge. It's been so big for people right now, um, which then I'm finding is leading to a lot of negative self-talk for people. Why can't I just get up and, you know, go for a walk? Why can't I just feel motivated to 
um, play with my kids? Why can't I feel motivated to just get my work done? So there is a lot more negativity in some ways, but it's been interesting because there's this real push and pull right now between I want to get back to the way things were, whatever that was, and I'm really scared to get back out into the world and hesitant to go to work, to go to meals, to go to friends' places. So it's this real, like, almost elastic band that people are feeling between the positives that they've taken away and then all the challenges um, with COVID. So there's a lot right now, Connie. Yeah, that is a lot. And when you frame it like that, anyone listening, I, you know, it's, it's like, no wonder I'm feeling a lack of motivation. Like you just framed that really well. And I love how you've talked about home and work. And one of the things that we really believe at Wellness Innovate is this idea that the workplace can create a culture that can support people, support employees. And when you support that employee, you're actually, that ripple effect goes to their family. Mm-hmm. And it may go all the way down to a teenager struggling with suicide. Like you literally as a workplace could save a teenager's life. Um, I'm curious like what you think when, when it comes to workplaces, like how can they support their employees from a family perspective? Yeah. And I think, you know, because I have spent lots of time working at home right now too. I've got a family, I've got three kids. My husband's also working at home. Um, And I'm hearing over and over again from colleagues, from people that I'm working with, from, you know, workshops that I'm delivering and doing is that there is no work and home divide right now. And so I think, you know, we have all become so much more patient with, hearing the child in the background or seeing them run across the screen or, you know, having to quickly go off camera because there's some chaos going on in our house. I think workplaces have become a lot more patient with that. But what I also am seeing is that it's kind of get down to business sometimes as well. And when we are in this place of uncertainty, because we still are very uncertain about what's happening with with vaccines and back to work and no masks, right? Like 2022 is what they're talking about. There's still so much uncertainty. What can workplaces create that is certain? So can you have, you know, one team get together a week, whether people have cameras on or not, and it's not work-based at all. Mm -hmm. It's about a little bit of fun and self-care. And what are you doing to make that divide? How are you as a workplace being able to set up with and for your staff some of that um, support around that? So are they able to come in one day a week to create a little bit of workplace space? Or if they're at home, do they have all of, of the tools and space and things that they need? Are we being flexible enough to say, you know what, my kiddos are in kindergarten or high school or sports or, or whatever it is. Can I flex my hours to work different ones during the day? Our whole world is in this place of uncertainty. So for employers being able to really take a look at everything is unconventional right now. What's going to work the best for our staff? How can we have some fun and talk not just shop, but 
how can we talk about how are we creating wellness? Because we used to do that by going out for a coffee together or a lunch or having like that, you know, team get together where we don't just come in and it's not all business, right? There's socializing around that. So how are we being able to create that even in this virtual space for people around real flexibility leaders creating you know i love talking about emotions but leaders creating a vulnerable emotional space as well that this is hard and it sucks and it's tough right now and i can't focus over this last two days so how are you guys doing because what do you need in order to create that so i think for leaders taking that first step as well being brave and talking about how are they managing mm, wow these are excellent uh, everyone i hope that you are writing notes if you could i mean i don't recommend it if you're driving but that that's powerful shelly what you just shared and and i think that again like you have such wisdom when it comes to creating emotional spaces for people to unload and so that's awesome i love it now, another one of your expertise is suicide prevention. I mean, you've even helped us, my own family. I can speak from firsthand experience, <laughs> Shelly's expertise here. And, you know, suicide is a concern. It obviously is still a concern. You know, what would be one thing that you would share with a workplace that could help them navigate this idea of suicide prevention? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It's so interesting because when we take a look at preliminary numbers from 2020, suicide rate has actually decreased in Alberta from 2019 to 2020, which is not what we would have expected or anticipated. But um, information that comes out of the chief medical examiner's office shares that in 2019, the overall number of suicides in Alberta was 601. In 2020, it was 468. So, you know, I say even one difference is huge, but when we've got a couple hundred different, that's fantastic. Um, but there's still feelings of loneliness, feelings of isolation, um, feelings of loss for people within the workplace, right? We've lost connection with our colleagues. So I think in and around suicide, in order to hopefully keep the trend of numbers going down, is one, bringing up some of those emotions when we see maybe some of our staff struggling and not letting them, I don't really like the term like getting away with, but you know, the typical answer for us as Canadians is I'm fine, I'm good, everything's okay. But if you're really sensing that maybe Productivity looks different. Distraction is different. Connection is different. Don't be shy to ask, are you sure you're okay? This is what I've noticed. And how can we here as the workplace support you? And maybe, maybe you don't feel comfortable in, in asking you know, about suicide, but being able to say, look, here's a whole bunch of resources. I don't know if any or all of these will fit for you. Um, but here's, you know, the distress center, here is 1-800-SUICIDE, here is uh, the food bank, right? So it's, it's, it's open, it's available, it's accessible. Is it on the workplace website? So you don't necessarily have to just call human resources to find out or do some searching on your own. But 
not letting your teams or your staff or your colleagues just say everything's fine because that's just a common answer people give and don't be afraid to just dive into that hard conversation. Yeah, you know, I've heard you say that, you know, the best thing to do around suicide is to talk about it. I always remember you saying that and I love that you've suggested, you know, gathering your team, having those times where it's not about shop, it's about that connection piece and I love what you've said here. You know, asking are you really okay? These are, these are amazing. Shelly, I feel like yeah. you've just given um, employers, employees, some real tangible things that they can do. And I just, I want to, I want to let everyone know that if, you know, if you need someone, a counselor, Shelly is your girl. I, I, she is our own personal family counselor. I mean, I, I will admit on a podcast that we our family goes through family counseling because, you know, this is important. It's important mm -hmm. to face our mental health and our mental wellness head on and not be shy about it and not be embarrassed or think there's something wrong. And so, and you've been incredible, incredible for our family. And so thank you for all you're doing. You're not just doing that for us. You're doing that for so many. Mm, thank you. Thanks, Connie. I appreciate that. It's been really fun. And, you know, I think that, one of the maybe beautiful things coming out of COVID for everybody as well is that hopefully with the government talking about mental health and more money kind of traveling in that direction, um, that for everybody really, we've all been not okay at some point or another during this time, which I think is another beautiful thing for employers and workplaces to be able to say, and even the starting platform, I haven't been okay it's been hard this week, right? To just even open the door that way because things are different and there's so much uncertainty. So what a beautiful way that COVID has blessed us to be able to be open about that in a, in an easier way, maybe. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for being on our podcast today, Shelly. Uh, we appreciate you so much and everyone listening, um, be sure to, to take some action on what you've heard today. Don't just listen to this. These are some great tips and tools uh, for you and your workplace. And again, Shelly, thank you so much again. Thanks, Connie. Have a good day. You too.